Welcome everyone to the Jamie Rachel Show. No. So glad to have you with us no. on the NOIC Godcast. Oh, come on. You know it's true. I'm just a guest here. Uh, anyhow, so we are back with our JOY series. Jesus over you. So excited. Hope you all have enjoyed this series. So have you ever noticed that Christianity has become full of celebrities? Have you guys noticed that? Uh, you know, oh boy, this should be fun. So from bands to pastors to churches, ministries, movies, entertainment, Christianity has just become one of those glorified talent searches. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's funny. A lot of the Christian artists that are out now are from American Idol. I don't know if you guys ever noticed that, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of them on Christian radio from American Idol. But even like, like that's the big times, like even small little churches, you know, we, we have our preachers that we kind of put above the rest, yeah. celebritize, yes. um, even churches we celebritize. And so the other day I was listening to this conversation uh, by a Christian leader and they made this statement that in the church, we have made equivalence to secular things so that we don't feel bad about it. Mm. So we've got boy bands, mm -hmm. and then there's Christian boy bands, yeah. right? Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got the same look, the same act, the same, you know, virtually the same thing when it's just a Christian version. Yep. Uh, and so they might slip a Bible verse in here or there or try to make it, you know, but it's the Christian version of the worldly mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And so pastors and preachers everywhere have become focused on filling stadiums and earning book sales and gaining media attention. And just like any other motivational speaker, they're all, that's what they're all about, right? As authors. And so, you know, the goal, most big name pastors, their goal's not necessarily sold out dedication to yeah. Jesus. Their their goal is make a name for them yeah. and climb the ladder. Find the numbers, get the numbers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so again, we're taking we're taking what's secular and adding Christian to it. And so it's no secret that modern day Christianity has become nothing more than a ladder to climb. And yet maybe you're thinking that's just for the big name churches, right? I would never. Yeah. I want you to really ask yourselves and be honest, earnestly. This is going to be fun. Let's let's put let's put those seatbelts on. You're not buckled. You need to. Yeah, don't. we're driving apparently. Oh, okay. Well, this is embarrassing. I'm not I'm even in the, the car. I'm in the middle. <laughs> it's a two passenger. You're in the middle. You have to do the middle buckle. I, I'm the middle guy. Oh, you don't have this, so you're gonna go fly. Yeah, you're, yeah, I have the, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be awkward. Anyway, in the back seat. So sorry. That was, that was awkward. <laughs> so I really want you guys to ask yourself this. This is where it hits home. If you were to go to church the rest of your life and you never again received a pat on the back, would you still be joyful? If no one ever again asked you how you were doing, if no one ever congratulated you, if not a single person ever said good job on your solo or wow, that was a great message or no one thanked you ever again for your labor, would you still have joy? I think that that's, we have to think deeper into that because like, mm -hmm. well, of course I don't want that. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you got your right. halo on. You're like, well, no, it's not why I do this. But then like, you like deep down, you think about like, if ever no again. one ever, ever. like yeah. legitimately never said good job, never said like, look at you, you have a servant's heart. Like, oh no, not me. No, 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 <laughs> no <you're> not. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like really think about that question. Like let us think, I'm like, never again. Never again. Never again. So maybe some of you, maybe that didn't face you. Maybe some of you don't serve the Lord. I don't, you know, you're not servants. You're like, I don't give. No one tells you like, because I'm not a servant. Sorry, no I don't. judgment here. There's, there's nothing to give me thanks for. <laughs> but 
here's the lead balloon for everybody. Mm-hmm. What if you went to church and never, who, buddy? What if you never again enjoyed another church service? Mm. Are you uncomfortable yet? <laughs> <laughs> I am uncomfortable. I am uncomfortable. So I'm not talking about the Lord's bailing on you, right? No. It's not that the Lord just fled. You're talking but, about what your own personal wants. Yeah, so exactly, service. exactly. So what if you never heard your favorite song ever played ever again? Or your favorite group? Or your favorite, your preference of music style? Or your preference of, you know, whatever it is you like in a service? Never again did that ever, ever, ever enter church service. Or what if you never heard your favorite preacher ever again? Or what if you never heard uh, your type of preaching that you mm-hmm. like? Never again. In fact, even worse, like it'd be one thing to never hear it again, but what if the opposite were true forevermore? Mm-hmm. So for example, what if you like bluegrass Southern gospel music and you like loud, loud preaching, mm-hmm. but for the rest of your life, every single service you ever sat in, what if you only heard contemporary, mm-hmm. repetitive praise and worship music and very reserved teaching style preaching? Would you still have joy? I think that's hard to say. Like, honestly, I think that if you looked at yourself, you would never be able to continue to have joy in those things. Um, I think we all have a transitional period in life where we find joy in things. But at, right off the bat, no. No one's going to be like, oh, yes. If I got nothing ever that I ever wanted ever again, I'll be good. No one's ever going to be that way. Well, like, there's a reason you prefer those things, too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, I guess people are like, well, you know, I'm not going to hear those things, but, like, I just get nothing out of that stuff. Yeah. You know yeah. So, that, so that brings us back to our, our point here. We're talking about joy. Mm-hmm. So not not would you like it. Yeah. Like, I'm not asking yeah. if you'd like it. Yeah. Would you say still yet with none of those things, I will have joy? Could you honestly say that your life would still have joy, your Christian walk would still have joy if everything you like about your Christian life yeah. and walk and service was gone? Mm-hmm. That's ooh, that's no good. That's no good. That's no good at all. I think that's where people start getting a little like mm, because we're in it for us. Yeah. Like we're in it for what we can get, and that's what I mean by like the big names, right? Yeah. They're in. They're serving the Lord for what they can get out of yeah. it, and like we're like, I would never. I don't yeah. write books. Yes, <laughs> right. I yeah. don't fill stadiums. Yes, but you do go to church for what you can get out of yeah. it, and so if that were removed, would you still have joy in the Lord? I think a good um, example of these this type of thing is we grew up around a lot of preachers a lot a lot a lot of preachers and obviously not going to name any names or anything but like we like we're like oh those are such great preachers those are the best people like those they have to have the best personalities best people and we've watched them falter and whether that be falter in a small way or falter in a way where they'd not even go to church anymore and you put them on a pedestal and you're like, oh, well, that's that's them. Like, they're my favorite. And then all of a sudden it's just like. And so apply that to what we're talking about, like not a person anymore, but your preference. What oh, you, yeah. What you want out of mm-hmm. church. If you put that so high on a pedestal, what if there comes a day when that is taken away? Yeah. So, for, so, for example, like maybe you're thinking, why would I? I could see, I could, I could read some of your minds right now. I know exactly what you're thinking. You're thinking if that ever were gone, it wouldn't be church. And so that will never yeah. be gone or else yeah. church is gone. I know that's what you're thinking. So, for example, Lord forbid. America turns into the Chinese underground church next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. We all go into hiding and we must have church in a basement, in a cellar, quietly with two or three people. Yep. Do you know you can't have banjos? <laughs> it's too no- it's too loud. 
In fact, the, the preachers, guards will hear them. The guards will hear. And you can't have preaching that is loud and fiery. Yeah, no. The guards will hear you. And yeah. so in order to have church, the things that we're accustomed to, you can't take up an offering. Yeah. You know, prayer requests might not come after congregational singing or the altar call might not come after the preaching. Yeah. All of what we call church and all of our preferences and all the things we want could literally be stripped away. Would that still be church? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you still have joy in that church? Why are we doing this thing? What is yeah. this for? Uh, we did the theme several years ago. White flag faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've we get asked this question quite a bit. What's your favorite thing we've ever done for camp? Personally, white flag faith has always been my favorite. I've liked not all of them. We may have wrote all of them. Yeah, but we don't I've like not all liked them. all of them. But I ha- white flag faith is always just so personal for me. And I th- I feel yeah. like one of the reasons is that was really an outpouring of my life. Mm-hmm. That that theme was really just if if there were a message that I feel like I was put on earth for, it's listen. Christianity is about surrender. Yep. And so that message, that, that theme really just resonated with me. But again, thinking, I, I think we just quoted this like two podcasts ago, but clear the stage, the lyrics. Oh that. yeah. Clear the stage, set the light, li- set, oh, set, the, sound, set and the light. sound and lights ablaze. That's the measure get, you must take no? measure, to crush the idol. To crush the idols. Um, and what that's saying, and then jerk the pews and all the decorations too until the congregations to you and have revival. revival. Tell your friends. This, okay. You get the point. And the point of that song, and I can remember so well the first time I ever heard that song, was like, take church down to the bare minimum. Take church all the way down to the studs. To where all you're doing is what church is about, and that is giving glory and worship to Jesus and growing near to Jesus. Take it all the way down to the studs. If that were to happen in our lives, would we still have joy? Would we still have joy? joy joy? Chew toy. Here it comes. (laughs) Would you still have joy in church? Would you still have joy in your Christian walk? I think if everybody answered that question absolutely honestly, it'd be like no. No. Or we could say yes, and God's like, all right, let's try it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you really want yeah, to put so that be on careful you? How you answer? Maybe just turn off the podcast now. Walk away like slowly. Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a I was in a class the uh, I guess you called a class. I, I don't know. I was in a session the other day, and the t- <laughs> the teacher said this. He said, you know, so often we come out of church. Oh, this is so great. I just love this guy so much. He's like, so often we come out of church and we're like, man, that was some great worship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy was like, do you think God would think so? <laughs> like, you know, I don't know that I've ever in my very short and young life ever had the thought. I wonder if God would think so. I wonder if God would think this was good worship. Mm-hmm. It's it's never, it's always about God. And we always say yeah. it's about God, but I've never had the thoughts. Did you enjoy this? Yeah. Did you get what you wanted out of this, well, regardless of what I and wanted? And to be funny, like, not to be funny, but to be, like, point blank, is church is supposed to be that. Yeah, it's supposed to be it for is. him. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, it's obviously it's for us to grow and to do, like, but the act of worshiping yeah. is for him. And here's a newsflash. Again, you may want to turn this off. I <laughs> I pray you don't, but you may want to turn Here's a newsflash. Do you know what it's going to be for all of forever, of forever, of forever, of eternity? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be what you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to be your preference. It's not going to be your kind of music. It's not going to be your kind of preaching. It's not yeah. going to be your kind of your order of service. All of eternity is going to come down yep. to nothing more than giving pure glory to yep. God in the way he wants it to be. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And ever. And the next day. Well, I and, remember, the next and the next day. day. And the next day. Well, I remember thinking as a kid, and it's a maturity thing, obviously, but I remember thinking as a kid, because you're a kid, you're selfish, you want what you want. And it's like, I thought, I'm like, 
I don't want to die and go to heaven because I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I thought, like... There is no mac and cheese up there. <laughs> there's no mac and cheese. There's no this. No I, like, Dollar General. There's no Dollar General. That was, that was a later thing. That's a later thing. No, but, like, I remember thinking as a kid, I'm like, why do all these people really want to go? Because, like, we're just going to sit and, there. And you the funny I mean? thing is, like, I think there are going to be some mature, older adults <laughs> who are going to be quite befuzzled getting up there. Like, they're going to get up here like, Oh, is this? I've been waiting my life for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get nothing I want. It's yeah. all about him. Yeah. Right now, if I had the sound of it, like we would, the last time was the blinky eyes. This one would be like the squeaky head. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what. Yeah, that's what heaven is. Yeah. It's, it's eternal glory. His will, his way for his. And that's the whole thing is if you let go of yourself, that seems precious. That seems sweet. The, the older I get and the more that I um, grow closer to Jesus and understand who he actually is in my life. It's like, yeah, I want to go to heaven. I want to be able to do what he wants me to do for the rest of eternity. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So is our, sa- is our satisfaction with the service the end goal of church? Getting what I want, getting that, getting that feeling, getting that song, getting that mm-hmm. message, getting that type, that preference, you know, just that, that chill down my mm-hmm. spine, the tears. Is that my end goal for why I have joy in church services? Or is it his mm-hmm. satisfaction? Are we worshiping ourselves or are we worshiping him? Yep. And so I can feel the tension and the, the tempers just arising and burning. That means we're doing something good or bad. <laughs> but uh, this is the thing. We have made church, and especially serving the Lord, mm-hmm. about us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a reason that Jesus warns us that anyone, this is, the, it's so plain, so black and white what he says. He says, anyone that is fit, anyone who, so if, do you guys remember the game, I don't know if it's a game. I think they did this at camp for the daycare. So where you have the shape holes. Oh, and yeah, only yeah, yeah. the only the only the triangle shape goes through the triangle hole. Yes. The square shape. If you are fit for the hole that is heaven, the mm-hmm. kingdom of heaven, if you are fit for the kingdom of heaven, then you have to deny yourself. Yeah. You have to deny yourself, forsake everything, everything that you think you need, everything that you want. And then after counting the cost, after crucifying the flesh. And the preferences and the opinions and the ones, then, then you are fit for the kingdom of heaven. Then you can follow Jesus, but not before. And yet every church that I've ever been to is full of people before. Every church and every, every church I've ever been to is full of Christians who have not forsaken their preferences and their opinions and their desires and their wants and their lives. They've not crucified the flesh. And so that means we're Christians who are unfit for yeah. the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Well, that, that makes me think, I was reading this week um, about the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what my mind went to, but like, he he knew the commandments. He obeyed those first commandments and God was like, the um, commentary that mine had was like, Jesus saw him and wanted him to follow him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, this is what you have to do. And Jesus wanted him yeah. to be with him. And he's like, can you just imagine being face to face with Jesus and him being like, just come, that come on. And you're just like, Mm-hmm. no i want this yeah. yeah i want my stuff i want what makes me comfortable and choosing that over jesus and i mean we're doing the exact same thing absolutely. yeah absolutely i think that's really the state most christians live in we are in life for ourselves we're in church for ourselves and the problem is there's no joy there yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so the sobering reality is that church folks are unhappy and they're certainly not experiencing joy because we have made church about ourselves uh, a couple weeks ago, Jamie said this, instead of having Jesus over us, we have us over us. Yes. And so instead of joy, we have you, yo, or you, 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 
U Y U. Jesus, no, you us over us. Oh, 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 that's not a. Let's try this again. We have out. It's a joy we have out. That's actually really great. I love that. Someone put that on a T-shirt for me. It's a joy we have out. U O U. Jesus, no, we have no English. Okay, this is going horribly wrong. Us over. Uh, us you, over us. Us over us. You over us. Us over us. Us over us. Because it's our us. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyhow. We graduated high school at some point. <laughs> Anyways. So I've, I've spent my entire life in church. And not only will most people fail to worship if their preferences aren't met. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a fact. Like tell someone to tell some like let someone else sit in your seat once. Or... Do the service backwards, right? Or, or 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 bring in instruments they're not used to, or take away instruments they are used to, yeah. or if their preferences aren't met, mo- nine out of ten Christians will not worship. Yep. But Christians also forfeit their joy. Mm-hmm. Like not only will they not worship, they're mad, yep. they're upset, yep. they are grouchy and crotchety because their needs, their wants, their desires were not fet- f- met. Met. <laughs> they're not met. They're not fat for the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> now, most Christians are fat, but we won't say that on the microphone. That would be rude. Oh, no. Okay. If they didn't turn us off before, they are ready now. Uh, anyway, so. <laughs> Folks. We're here. Have we, have we forgotten what church was all really supposed to be about? It's not. It's never, ever, ever supposed to be about me. Mm-hmm. And so maybe what we need. Maybe what you need next service you go into, whatever day that is. Maybe what you need is to say, Lord, would you actually on purpose take everything away that I want out of the service? You know what? Don't let them play this or sing this mm-hmm. or, or say this. Don't let the service be this order. Make it make me uncomfortable yeah. to the point where I'm only focusing on you, the real reason I'm supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh it's never intended to be about us. It's not about our wishes or our wants. And the goal was never for us to be seen or heard or looked upon. We're never supposed to get what we want from serving the Lord. And because we serve the Lord for what we can get out of it, because we seek that pat on the back, because we want uh, our ways, because we want our music and our preaching style and our preferences in order to suit our fancy, when we don't get it, we are taking joy and we're throwing it out the window and it's gone. And it makes church all too often a smile stealer. Have you ever mm-hmm. noticed that? Have you ever gone through a season of your life? Have you ever gone through a season of your life where you're like, I didn't want to go to church. Yeah. Didn't want to be there. They call me fat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to church. I've been in that face, but I don't know if I've ever said it like that. <laughs> uh, but church can become a smile stealer. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, the girls talked about smile stealers last week. They didn't know that. I titled it after they talked about it, but I was like, that's perfect. He's the genius person. I'm all about words. Like uh, the alliterations. Yeah. So smile stealers, what they talked about last week, the, the things that you think you want, but they end up stealing your mm-hmm. smile. They steal your joy. And so do you know church can be a smile stealer? Uh-huh. Coming to a place that's about God and for God and steals your smile. Why? Because mm-hmm. you've made it about you. Yep. You can only have joy in church when it's about him. Mm-hmm. Anytime it's not about him, you risk having your smile stolen. Yep. And so the problem is we've got it all backwards. In fact, we've forgotten that the joy-filled formula uh, was never intended to be about us. So John chapter 3, we find John the Baptist is – this is one of my favorite verses in all the Bible. John the Baptist is being confronted, and Jesus has come on the scene, right? 
And Jesus's ministry starts to go this way. Jesus mm -hmm. starts to uh, become more known and more followed than John. In fact, John becomes overshadowed. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. The crowds start to dwindle. The disciples start to depart. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus's fame caught fire and John's fame started to fail. And so these people come to, G to these people come to John and they're like, John, what do you think about this Jesus guy? He's stealing all your thunder. And listen to what John the Baptist says in response. John 3, 28 and 30 says this. I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. This, my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. Listen, this is my favorite. He must increase, but I must decrease. Did you catch that formula? Yeah. Did you see how black and white that, like, yeah. they can't, there's no words in front of them. Maybe we'll put that on the screen. Yeah. Do you see how black and white that formula is? What's the yeah. formula? Joy fulfilled mm -hmm. is increase of Jesus, decrease of me. Mm-hmm. Jesus over us. The formula for filling joy is a decrease of self and an increase of Savior. More of him, less of me. More of what he wants, less of what I want. Mm -hmm. True joy comes when he is known and I'm invisible. Mm -hmm. When worship and singing and testifying and preaching, when living life is all about him and I'm no longer taken into consideration, then Jesus is over us and then my joy will be Mm -hmm. uh, John says, I must decrease. He must increase. That's the formula. Increase, yeah. decrease. But notice it's not like he increases, I just stay the same. Right. You have to, yeah. You have absolutely. to decrease. There's absolutely. no, I'm going to add Jesus to me. Right. It's I have to get rid of me in order for him to increase. Yep. And so we can conclude mm -hmm. that if you are lacking joy, if tomorrow morning she hits you with a lot of dirt baseball bat. Just random, randomly. You know, like if she might, you drove thirty minutes to my house to do that. I would it's believe it. It's worth it, honestly. <laughs> they're still like, I still have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> if you find yourself without joy mm -hmm. today, tomorrow, maybe right now as you're listening, maybe we have made you very upset. And you have no joy right now. If you find yourself without joy. If you find yourself enduring a begrudging church service, if you find yourself sluggish in your salvation, it can only mean one single thing. There's only one reason for that. He's not increasing. You are. Yeah. Whenever you're grouchy, whenever you are a lot, I shouldn't say whenever you're grouchy, coffee sometimes and a lack thereof can make you grouchy. Yeah. But whenever you don't have joy, whenever you're not just like, I love Jesus. Mm -hmm. I love living for Jesus. I love his word. I love praying. I love the Christian life. Whenever you are lacking joy, the reason is you have increased mm -hmm. and Jesus has decreased. Mm -hmm. What a fun one today, guys. I feel like we should end with, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy. You gotta do the shoulders. Down in my heart. Where? You had one word, one line. I had it. Where? <laughs> Down in my heart to Where's stay. Frog oh, no. <laughs> one. I thought we were starting. By the that. end of this series, we will figure it out. No, we we remember won't. the one word. That was fun. We should do that again. Yeah, that, was what was that? that was an I've got the joy, wasn't it? No, that was Jesus over here. Oh, yeah. That's still one badly. I don't that know. That was a really bad one. Anyways. Well, thank you all for enduring that with us. Uh, I don't know if you'd call it fun, but it was something. It we was have something. nothing else to say. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, so today's featured content is a song that we actually did uh, at camp. Uh, two years ago, three, two years was, ago, 19, well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is a song by passion called more like Jesus. Great song for today. Mm -hmm. Uh, today's considerable quote comes from John Knox and he writes this. 
I sought neither preeminence, glory, nor riches. My honor was that Jesus Christ should reign. Well, friends, thanks so much for joining us today for number 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 I'm having a stroke right here on camera. Call the bondulence. <laughs> the what? The <laughs> coffins? It's a meme. Yeah, I'm not gonna survive this stroke. Apparently. Go ahead and get the hearse. <laughs> I said the bomb balance, but it's a whole thing. Okay. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us for another episode of the NOIC Godcast. Till next time. Bye. Bye. I'm uncomfortable.